0: Chapter 23, Qualities of a Patriarch. Without courage, wisdom bears no fruit. Balthasar Gracian, 17th century Jesuit priest. A patriarch is a godly man who in the last season of life has learned how to fight through his loss of authority and discover fresh ways of giving up his life on behalf of others. A powerful illustration of sacrificing one's life occurred in 1912 when the Titanic sank. Many men courageously remained on the boat so that women and children could be rescued. Contrast the men of the Titanic with the cowards on board, an Indonesian vessel that sank in 1996. These men demanded preferential treatment and spots on the lifeboats over women and children. Does it feel manly, noble, and right that women and children should die so that men may live? Those cowards lived while 300 perished. Author Douglas Phillips writes that one of the tenets of Christianity is that men are commanded by Scripture to sacrifice for their wives. He writes, The groom dies for the bride, the strong suffer for the weak, and the highest expression of love is to give your life for another. This is the true meaning of biblical patriarchy. The men aboard the Titanic recognized their duty because they had been raised in a culture that implicitly embraced such notions. A man who aspires to be a patriarch has real vision. His physical eyesight may be failing him, but his generational vision has sharpened. The sage has 20-20 generational vision for his family, his community, and perhaps his nation. He understands that his family is in a generational relay race in which the lessons, values, and faith of one generation are being passed down to the generations that follow. For more than a decade, I've studied the Bible to better understand what it says about this phase of a man's life. I've also talked to a couple dozen men and interviewed a number of adult children of fathers who were functioning as patriarchs. Three primary qualities have emerged from these conversations and my study. First, a patriarch is a generational connector. Patriarchs understand the power of love and relationships. True patriarchs are humble men of grace and forgiveness. They deliberately build relationships with their families. The patriarchs I've interviewed were proactive in loving imperfect family members. They built relationships through organizing family reunions, keeping key family traditions alive, and encouraging communication between family members. Despite the challenges of being separated by hundreds of miles, they refuse to allow relationships to grow cold. Becoming a generational connector requires determination and perseverance, yet the opportunities are endless. Consider these suggestions. Determine to visit your adult children regularly, even if they live in other parts of the country. Go see them on their turf, and don't just expect them to always come to your house. Take advantage of opportunities to babysit your grandchildren. Take one-on-one trips that build your relationship with them or pass on an important value to them. And as you spend time with your grandkids, be sure to tell them about your life and your faith. Consider organizing a yearly summer camp for your grandchildren. For nearly 20 years, Jerry and his wife Patty connected with family members by hosting an annual cousins camp. It was full of work, fun, and daily teaching, like a grandparent-run vacation Bible school. In the process, Jerry was investing in the relationships of these little ones, with him and with one another. Reach out to love and accept the spouses of your children. Send them notes and gifts. Express your appreciation for what they do for you. Encourage them during times of hardship. I know one dad who took his daughter-in-law on a shopping spree for some new clothes. Because of the home she grew up in, he sensed that she needed an expression of a father's love. The impact on her life was powerful. My father-in-law, Bob Peterson, was a patriarch. Married for more than 63 years, Bob died at the age of 90 and was an incredible model to me of demonstrating love for his family. His consistent care for Donna, one of his daughters-in-law, was rewarded on his 50th wedding anniversary. As she read her tribute to Bob, it became evident that his love for her had had a profound impact in her life. Five of our six children are married, so I've had the privilege of welcoming five spouses into our family. I haven't done it as well as I'd wished, but one thing that we've done is ask them to share their life stories with us. I'll never forget one evening, sitting by a fire, listening as one of our daughters-in-law shared her story. I've taken all three of my sons-in-law hunting and to men's conferences with me. I've enjoyed getting to know two new daughters-in-law and trying to find ways to spoil them or let them know I'm thinking of them. I've written letters to them, gone shopping with them, and continue to pursue a relationship with each of them. Patriarchs and their wives are crucial to keeping their families together. One friend likened his father's impact on his family's relationship to that of a linchpin. It wasn't until his dad's death that family members began to realize the real deposits of energy and leadership that he had invested to keep the family connected. Secondly, a patriarch is a generational influencer. The time and effort you put into connecting with your family may open the door for you to have an influence on them. The scriptures teach that God has an assignment for every man. Take a look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Nowhere in the Bible does it say these works cease at a certain age. No matter what our age, we are charged with stimulating others to love God with their whole heart and soul and might. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9. As I mentioned earlier, one of the adjustments that a patriarch must face is that his authority changes. His children are directing their own families, and he no longer has the last word. In fact, he may not be asked for even a word. An effective patriarch learns that whatever power he has with others is that of influence. Webster's Dictionary defines influence as the power or capacity of causing an effect in indirect or intangible ways. Influence can be wonderful. You can have an impact, but you don't have to carry the weight of being in charge. Being a generational influencer means that you delight in seeing others excel. At this season of life, a patriarch doesn't have anything to prove. It's not about you. It's about those who are next. A courageous patriarch helps plant the seeds that others harvest. He delights in making an investment in a time beyond the horizon, investing in another generation. I'm reminded of what novelist Neil Postman wrote. He said, children are the living messages we send to a time we will not see. One friend commented on relating to adult children. I have learned that I must become smaller in my children's lives, not bigger. Become smaller through the following. Become smaller by reminding your children of how big God is. By bragging about your adult children to others with them standing there. By cheering on your adult children and other young men and women as they go through life. Use your words to bring life. Remember the proverb, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18:21. Become smaller by resigning as head coach, athletic director, and chancellor. Don't offer advice or opinions unless you're asked. This is so difficult when you see your children heading for a disaster. But zip it. Be small. Very small. Additionally, you can be small by praising your children when they do something right. Make them big in the eyes of their spouses and children. Remember, we never outgrow our need for praise and appreciation. Try saying I love you often. I'm constantly amazed at how many men I meet who've never heard those words from their fathers. Kisses and hugs never hurt either. And finally, be small by blessing your children and giving them your wholehearted approval. Let them know you're proud of them through your words and through your handwritten notes and letters. I still have the last letter my dad wrote to me. I know a dad who is in the final weeks of his life, and his sons have never received his blessing. Don't withhold some of the most important words that an older man can speak into the life of his son. Bless them. As I mentioned in the previous chapter, you can also become a generational influencer by passing on your family's stories. Spiritual milestones that speak of God's work on behalf of you and your family. These can be stories of answered prayers and of God's provision in tough times. Stories of how God has worked through you to touch other lives. Consider writing some of these stories down and passing them on to your children and your grandchildren. I once interviewed a woman who had just returned from the family gathering. She said, my dad took the time to tell us how god has led and directed every part of his life she said in a sense he gave us each a blessing it was kind of like the old testament patriarchs even in your final days you can find ways to continue influencing your family a powerful illustration of this is found in the old testament book first kings chapter 2 where we find king david lying on his deathbed, charging his son Solomon to be the man. He said, I am going the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and show yourself a man. Keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his ordinances, and his testimonies according to what is written in the law of Moses." that you may succeed in all that you do and wherever you turn. King David was standing on the patriarch's step and reached down to his son to call him up to the next step. He commissioned his son to obey God and protect his heart and soul for his good, his family's good, and the good of the nation. Third, a patriarch is a generational intercessor. Perhaps the most strategic and effective way you can have an impact on future generations is through prayer, your intercessory investments. If God is truly almighty and in control, and He is, if prayer is talking with God, and it is, and if God hears and answers our prayer, and He does, then prayer is the most powerful tool we can use to be a connector and influencer in the lives of the next generation. The prayers of a patriarch beseech Almighty God to do what only he can do, truly direct, protect, and change people's lives. The Apostle James reminds us, The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. James chapter 5, verse 16. Nearly every patriarch I interviewed mentioned this spiritual discipline as a part of his purpose in this stage of life. One man stated that prayer had become a new calling in his life. Another indicated he would take a year and just read the Bible all the way through with a grandchild in mind and pray for him or her. He would jot notes and prayers in the margins of a Bible for that child. And then at the end of the year, he would present the Bible, to that grandchild. Another mentioned how he had spent time every day praying by name for each of his children and grandchildren and their impact on the world. And occasionally, as he prayed for them, he would send a text, email, or letter to each child or grandchild, letting that child or grandchild know that he was praying for him or for her. I had the privilege of interviewing author Paul Miller about prayer He gave me a very simple and yet profound way to pray for the needs of those we love the most. Paul uses a stack of three by five cards, each of which has the name of a child or grandchild at the top. On the card, he makes notes of specific ways to pray for his wife, children, and grandchildren. On the cards are specific character qualities and passages of scripture that he prays for each person. Some of the cards he had in his stack were more than thirty years old. I've been surprised as I've grown older how often I find myself praying for my family, my community, and the world. I've always believed in prayer, but now I have fewer distractions and more time. I think one of the reasons why prayer has become increasingly important is that I've come to realize that it is really my greatest contribution. In addition, I have the wisdom of a lifetime of knowing what my children need in their marriages, in raising their children, and in their careers. I've found that it's far more effective for me to talk to God about them than to talk to them about God. As you step up to being a patriarch, Recognize that God may give you an opportunity to use your experience and influence to have an impact beyond your family. Dr. Carl Winger had an enormous spiritual impact on his community. Dr. Winger not only served the state of Arkansas as one of its most prominent surgeons, he also envisioned and ultimately created the Ozark Conference Center. Over the years, this center has equipped thousands of young people and adults to be great citizens and wholehearted followers of Christ. Then in his 80s, I once asked Dr. Winger, what's the most important thing you've learned about being a patriarch? I've never forgotten his reply. He said, that God uses crooked sticks to draw straight lines. As a man, he was aware of his imperfections, brokenness, and the need of a Savior. But that didn't stop him from being used to influence others for Christ. Truett Cathy is another patriarch who is determined to influence his world. Mr. Cathy is the founder and CEO of Chick-fil-A, a nationwide fast food business. His values demonstrate that you can make a living by working six days a week and taking Sundays off. Long after most men would have retired, Truett Cathy continues to invest in the next generation. His Winshape Foundation, for example, offers college scholarships. It funds homes that provide long-term family care for children who have special needs, organizes summer camps, and helps couples learn how to enrich their marriages. Perhaps you're at this season of life, considering stepping up. Is it time for you to take advantage of your experience? Time to have an influence on your world? You could teach younger men, husbands and fathers. You could come alongside a younger leader in prayer. You could challenge other men of your age to become patriarchs. You could also participate in mission trips in the States and overseas. The question is, will you step up?